Hello and welcome to Dig a Little Deeper. I'm Pastor Tim Cove. And I'm Kim Cove. And we're digging in the book of Ephesians. Wonderful little book, a letter from Paul Mm -hmm. to the church at Ephesus. Mm -hmm. Anything you know about Ephesus? I don't actually know anything about Ephesus. (laughs) Well, Ephesus was known in the ancient world as the seat of Diana. Oh, yeah. Remember, great is Diana under the Ephesians. Diana is a goddess, yes. a Greek goddess, uh-huh. and that's where they believe her image fell. There's a huge temple. That's the special city for mm-hmm. Diana. So uh, to have a church there would be a serious conflict mm-hmm. between Christianity and paganism. We'll see some of that as we go through the book of Ephesians. Okay. So you want to read us the first verse or so? Sure. I am reading from the Christian Standard Bible translation. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, to the faithful saints in Christ Jesus at Ephesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's start with the first phrase. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. That's amazing to me. That stood out to me as well. Who decided he was going to be an apostle? It was, it was God that decided it. Can you give me some background for that? Like, what, did God do anything special to, <laughs> to cause that? Yes, yeah, kind of knocked him off his horse. Yes. <laughs> he had a come to Jesus moment. He, very true. <laughs> he saw the light. So Saul and Paul are the yes. same person. Yes. Saul is his Hebrew name. Paul is his Greek name. He was... What type of person? He was a Pharisee. He was a Pharisee. He was very zealous for the cause of the Jews. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. He was as Jewish as Jewish can get. He was a protector of the Jewish religion. When we first meet him, he is involved in the death of Stephen. He's part of the group. He's taking care of the clothing of the people that stoned Stephen. Right. So it's like he's given approval to that. Mm -hmm. After that, we hear about him going from place to place, synagogue to synagogue, town, city to city, with letters from the Sanhedrin Mm -hmm. to the synagogues in those various cities. And he would go and he would hunt out people who followed Jesus. It was known as the way. Yes, I like that. Yeah. So he would hunt them down. He would arrest them. He would, in some cases, torture them. Some cases, just make them blaspheme God. In some cases, put them to death. Hmm. So if you were a member of the way and you knew about Saul, Tarsus, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. were not thinking, oh, here's somebody God will go after. Here's someone the Holy Spirit can convert. Right. You would have written him off. And been afraid of him, too. Yeah. Because he was out to destroy you. Well, we hear that when Ananias, God's person is told go to a street called straight and look for a guy named Saul (laughs) (laughs) and I is like Lord I think you got something wrong Uh, isn't he the one that's going around killing Christians and I think God says yes but I have I have plans for him (laughs) okay (laughs) God has plans for everyone yeah he does so here when it when Paul says an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God He's pointing back to how God literally appeared to him on the way and uh, called out to him and asked him what he thought he was doing. And then healed him, taught him the correct truth. His heart was broken and converted. And he becomes 
I think I could probably say one of the the most powerful apostle. I just was wanting to let our listeners know that if they want to read that story, they can find that in Acts chapter 9, which is the conversion of Saul on the road to Damascus. An apostle is an ambassador type of thing, someone who speaks on behalf of. Been specially set aside. Specially set aside. He's not just a member or one of the saints. He's one of the leaders. The disciples became apostles. apostles. Right. That's how they were referred to. Right. So for Paul to be <clears throat> referred to as an apostle, that's, that's something. He went from, I mean, he was around when Jesus was around, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he was a member of the Sanhedrin when Jesus was tried, but Paul would have been able to go and listen to Jesus' sermons, watch the miracles. Oh, I never thought of that. If he would have wanted to. Yeah. In 2 Corinthians, he, he admits to looking on Jesus from a worldly perspective. Mm-hmm. In other words, Jesus was a nobody mm-hmm. from nowhere mm-hmm. with a bunch of nobodies that followed him. He didn't have money or reputation yes. or learning. He was a nobody. So mm-hmm. Paul had no interest in him. So he's called by Jesus as an apostle of Jesus by God's will. Because it is God that said it. And I wonder if what that means is God knew the deepest desire of his heart and how he really did have a heart for God. Because it says in First Samuel where God doesn't look at the outside, he looks at the heart. And in this case, doesn't really look at the behavior, but looks at the heart. Saul really thought he was doing, he was doing the God's right thing. will. Yeah. So this is interesting that God calls him... To mm-hmm. be an apostle of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Very specific. Mm-hmm. Not an apostle of Moses. Mm-hmm. Not someone who teaches the ancient Jewish wisdom. Mm-hmm. But very specifically an, mm-hmm. an apostle of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. With a very specific message too. Who's this letter to? Next phrase says that it's to the saints who are in Ephesus. That doesn't mean there's a bunch of perfect well, people you, in Ephesus. Do you have faithful saints? or Because I have oh, I like faithful that. saints. Yeah. The ones who are... Standing up. Ephesus was a tough place. Right. If you had any reason for people to believe that you were against Diana, you might find yourself in the midst of an angry mob getting killed because the the city was religiously committed to Diana. Ephesus wasn't a safe place to be. And then what does he express towards them? First he says he, he, he offers grace, which my understanding is this whole book is about grace, Uh (laughs) but grace and peace from God Yeah, and Jesus. Grace and peace from me wouldn't mean anything, would it? it. Exactly. Do you remember what the angels sang on the night Jesus was born? Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Yeah, so you know how we get peace with God? By receiving Jesus. That's the only way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So grace is receiving Jesus. Right. That exactly. leads to peace. That leads to peace, yes. That originates from God our Father. That's really important. You have to say that it originates because Jesus came here to show us who God is. Well said. Sometimes what we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to throw away the Old Testament because we get this picture of God as angry and vengeful and punishing and all the things that seems so negative, and yet Jesus came to 
show us who God is. So then that leads me to think, I wonder if I'm reading the Old Testament with the wrong pair of glasses. They're colored improperly. And when I read the Old Testament, I need to put the glasses of Jesus on because Jesus tells me who God is. And if I have those glasses on and I'm reading the Old Testament, then I'll get a truer picture. When he says grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, where is he extending grace and peace from? Where is God the Father? Well, they're both heaven. They're on the throne. They're room. on so the throne room. When you use the word ambassador for Paul, it okay. really is. He is an ambassador Ooh. from God, and he's bringing regards from Jesus. For bringing you greetings. That's really cool. Yeah. Paul is letting the Ephesians know what authority he has. He's not coming out of his own authority. He's not coming nope. from anything earthly. Not his perfection. Anything like that. Not anything works-based. Nope. It's all based on his connection mm. to the king. This whole Ephesians is just an amazing expression of who God really is. Mm. Someone who Paul had discovered because the God that he thought he served back when he was in his Pharisee days, very different than the God he learned about from mm. Jesus. Back then it was, here's the list of rules, don't deviate. Yeah. Being a Pharisee meant that your job was... <laughs> to follow the rules. To follow the rules and make sure everybody else did. That's why they were so angry right. with Jesus. Right. Jesus right. wasn't keeping their rules. So he went from being a very rule-based, works-based, <laughs> reputation-based... It's all about how you portray yourself based mm. religion mm-hmm. to a, a... Grace. I mean, it's right gr- there. That's a very... That's his first words after he announces himself and who he's writing to is grace. He goes from pure works, pure earning to grace, 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 grace. From Maybe. where? Though, yeah, from the Lord Jesus from Christ. From the Lord, not from himself. From God the Father from God. and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where the grace comes from. God. from. Mm. What is grace? Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Hmm. Getting the good things that you don't deserve. I was going to say grace is not getting the bad things you do deserve. Oh, that's mercy. <laughs> no, but aren't those the two sides <laughs> of the same coin? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, getting treated based on Jesus. 